0: Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with RetroPod, a show about the past rediscovered. Last year, the New York Times published a piece written by an unnamed senior Trump official. The headline, I am part of the resistance inside the Trump administration. When the article hit the Times homepage, the internet practically melted, as Twitter began speculating about the writer's identity. Politicos were making comparisons to an anonymous author who rocked the Capitol back in 1996, the writer of a political novel titled Primary Colors. Why was that novel so juicy? Well, the story is told from the point of view of the fictional Henry Burton, a character not unlike the real-life political operative George Stephanopoulos, who joins the campaign of Jack Stanton, a Southern governor barreling through the 1992 Democratic primaries. The novel was fiction, but the plot and its characters seemed pointedly aligned to the realities of Bill Clinton's presidential campaign. Stanton, for instance, had a penchant for other women, a powerful wife, and an affair with a woman named Kashmir McLeod, Obviously, a stand-in for Jennifer Flowers. And all of that comes to light in the midst of his White House bid. The book became a huge bestseller, and readers were desperate to know whether the author was a campaign insider or, even more mysteriously, a close friend of Clinton's committing friendship treason. In Washington, the hunt was on. everyone had a theory it was like a really geeky episode of csi but one news organization took the pursuit to a whole new level with a clever investigation the washington post in february 1996 a month after the book was published the post printed a giant all caps headline on the cover of the style section That was just one word, wanted. Below featured the mugshots of 10 suspects, including Stephanopoulos, the cartoonist Gary Trudeau, as well as the writers Christopher Hitchens and Christopher Buckley. But one suspect stood out, Newsweek political columnist Joe Klein. He had covered the campaign closely and had written revealing stories about the Clinton world, Over and over, though, Klein denied he was the author. His agent and Newsweek's editor were among the few who knew the truth. But in the summer of 1996, the walls closed in on Klein. A clever Washington Post reporter named David Streitfeld got a hold of a typewritten manuscript of primary colors from a secondhand bookseller. It was marked, Confidential, for your eyes only, do not distribute to booksellers. Oops. Anyway, this typewritten manuscript contained some very valuable investigative data. Little handwritten notes in the margin, presumably by the author making changes. Then Streitfeld got examples of all the suspects' handwriting, including Klein's. The post then tapped the former chief document examiner for the Chicago Public Police Crime Laboratory, who compared the samples to against the manuscript. After taking a hard look at the crossing of T's and the dotting of I's, the document expert concluded that Klein was the author of the novel. Streitfeld called Klein and confronted him with the newspaper's analysis. A short time later, though, with the jig up, Klein came to his senses and confessed. The following day, in a front-page Washington Post story, He said, my name is Joe Klein, and I wrote primary colors. The fallout was serious. Newsweek's president said the magazine shouldn't have published items trying to guess the author's identity when Klein's editor knew he had written it. Then, Newsweek announced Klein wouldn't write for the magazine for several weeks, and he even issued an emotional, tearful apology to the staff. But in the end, it wasn't too awful for Klein. Hollywood, after all, turned the book into a movie, starring Emma Thompson, Billy Bob Thornton, and, as Bill Clinton, John Travolta. Today, Klein is finishing up another novel, no anonymous byline this time. Klein told The Post, You only get to do that once. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Ian Shapira for reporting the story for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.